Aye, so me and Nicky were talking earlier about being competitive playing board Tough's games. the most competitive and I think, in the world, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> well, I don't think that will surprise, I think that will surprise absolutely no one, uh, to be honest with you. Um, but I do think that you'd be worse to play a board game with, because the only time I've played a board game with you, you didn't, you didn't want to play right, So what we've done, like, completely... so we're playing Risk, right, and him and Chris are taking a dead serious, so they're both trying to get me on their side. So what I've done is I just put everything I had in this wee tiny country, just left it all there. Just, I was skipping turns Aye. and stuff like that. I just like, on you go, keep playing. But they couldn't win because I was just had my, all my hangs there. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> That's I just it was. ended the game. <laughs> I'll, I'll, make mo- I'll make no bones about it. Like, if you didn't want to play Risk, you should have just left, which you eventually ended want, up doing. I, just, I said the whole time I didn't want to play. I was coming just to talk to people and I get made to play. So I showed you how to properly You do don't. <laughs> right, here's the, here's the thing, right. See, when you're playing a board game, right, if there's a board game at a premises, you don't go just to talk because everyone should be invested in that uh, game. You know I what I mean? Golf in the like, if you're going to play a game... I imagine I just came to you at golf and every time you tried to hit a shot, I was just, like, going in Trust your ear like this, like Nicky Nicky. We'll post a video yeah. on the First Time Films page of when I try to teach you how to play golf. Oh, you tried to teach? I don't need to talk <laughs> how to play golf. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not exaggerating. If anyone right, this, just... the two people that listen to us plays golf, he was trying to hit like a full swing five arms to about 10 yards for the green. It was horrific. No, it's probably just honestly the worst golf player. <laughs> Nicky, did the shot go over the green? Went miles by. No, it just didn't. As I recall, it didn't make the green. He tried to hit a driver on point, said I'm getting big bears out and take a fresh air sweeper <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay, so the usual gang's here. Um, Jack Higgins, how I'm are right, you? Aye, not bad. Aye, you hate everything, we'll get into nah, that. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> you're just a, a big hater today, and I can't wait to hear it. He just hates horrors, he hates laughter, he hates comedy. You. I don't know. <laughs> I probably <laughs> aye. After, after, after this absolutely horrible intro, I guess so. Uh, Nicky, you're also Aye, here. this was my suggestion uh, you... of this movie, so I'm excited. So, we'll have to blame you, not Canada. No, I can't hey. blame Canada. Oh. This guy over here. <laughs> I could feel the tumbleweed there for a second. It was horrible. <laughs> uh, tumbleweed just follows you, you about, you... ready to roll. <laughs> they, call, they, they call me Mr. Mr. Tumbleweed is what they call me. Uh, look, how are you doing? You've no, you've no slept in a bit. I'm knackered, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, you see, when you grow up in the ghetto of Spatesden, you don't get much sleep. <laughs> 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 Remember the first busier. line you said the first time you were on here that I still talked about? No silence, no silence in Spatesden, man. No <laughs> silence. It is, no, but honestly, it's a fucking wild west out here, man. I'm sitting here in my bird's nest with my revolver, three bullets left. <laughs> we came to pick you up a couple of weeks ago, Sned locked the door on the way up. <laughs> They want to be. It's wild here. So, um, if abruptly you start hearing like action movie gunshots like to the right. podcast, you know that I'm dead. I, I really want to just walk into space and with a GoPro in my head and see. It's what lovely. <laughs> you wouldn't get very far, <laughs> and the footage would be <laughs> instantly. It's a wonderful experience, and we've got. I was I was looking at this today. He's actually our most featured guest in the show. Uh, this is actually his third time coming on. It's Ian. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, would you I like took... to retaliate to McCann? Ian? Yeah, I took out. I took. Oh wait, is this the Luke McCann that we're taking Luke off here? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> wait, is this like no, no, no. fucking Luke? No, what no, am I on about, man? So anyone who has the name McCann like, now is just like they're in the black book, you know. Like even if your name's not actually second name McCann, 
I'm sure there's a look we can somewhere and I'm talking to you, bloke, mate. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you talking to, mate? I'll fucking take you. Ian, Ian, I think what's happened, like, so just to clear all this up, the reason this has happened is because McCann listened to what Ian said on the solo show about Amelia Clark. Um, and Ian, you were not a fan of Amelia Clark, let's just say. Total piece of white toast. <laughs> McCann apparently is the biggest Amelia Clark fan now. Is he? So no longer likes Ian. Uh, uh, that's right. His claim well, was that's that. his loss. That's, that's his loss. You know. I it just you know, this is why he. Do you think we've done enough? Right, McCann, you know? McCann or Ian? I think Ian would slap McCann about a big pair of that. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Eating for breakfast, man. <laughs> Listen, listen, we're going to move on here, all right? We're going to move on. This is getting a bit out of control with these. South Park, bigger, Trust, longer, you're and uncut. Trust, you're nowhere near Most people are better at hosting than me, Nicky. Uh, it's, a, it's a sad reality. Uh, South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut is a 1999 film based on the popular television series created by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Stone directs the film, uh, which is about the usual gang of Stan, Kyle, Cartman and Kenny. He has the CNR-rated movie by Terence and Philip. Um, it eventually leads to a war in North America and the rise of Satan and the power bottom known as Saddam Hussein. Um, it made $83.1 million, um, at the box office and a $21 million budget, so not too bad. Um, it's got an 81% rating in Rotten Tomatoes, 100% from the First Time Films Facebook page. I'll let you decide which one's more prestigious. Uh, Blame Canada was also nominated for the Best Original Song at the Oscars, but lost to You'll Be In my heart from Tarzan. Uh, Parker and Stone said they fully expected to lose, just not to fucking Phil Collins. Do you want to hear a story about them at the Oscars? Have you heard that? Was it the Robin Williams thing? No, they put on like dresses that actresses had worn the year before. They turned up in dresses and took acid before it. And then they get out of the car and you can just see them like completely like that. And they do, I've written not to answer about the dresses. So like the guy's going like, so what are you wearing and stuff? And he's like, oh, it's just such a lovely night. So, so good to see everyone. You just won't ask questions. It's amazing. Don't know how you'd have the nerve for that tripping on acid, man. They said that, they said, because like, when you come out of like a bit into another bit when they're on acid, he was like, it's really weird. So he was like, you want some coming out of the car and they're just like, Fuck what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there, was, there was another thing with that so, song specifically, and we'll get into the music in our section later on. But the ABC, who was host, like who puts on the Oscars, asked them to write a new version of the song and tone it down with like uh, friendly, uh, sort of family friendly lyrics. And they were like, nah, fuck that. So Robin Williams performed the whole thing with black tape over his mouth <laughs> and just turned around whenever there was a swear word. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually pretty good, but they lost to fucking Phil Collins, as they put it. Um, I'll just open it up to the floor. Um, we'll go to... I know who I'm coming to last, because I think they'll have an alternative take. I'll go to <laughs> Nicky, because it was your suggestion. Right, Nicky, mate, what did you make of the this film is overall? one of the best films ever made, right? It's just <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> I, got, so I got this when I was like, like seven or eight or something that my uncle gave me, right? And I never knew what right. was going on. Never knew what the story was. Just liked it because they swore a lot. It was just hilarious to try and memorise right. all the songs and that. And then see when I watched it, like, I watched it recently. And then mm-hmm. I didn't realise that it was about old like, censorship and that. It's like Terrence and Phelps obviously meant to be South Park characters. Like it's bad animation and stuff like that. And it's obviously right. about censor. None of them knew that. I was like, used to watch it. Like, I used to watch it constantly. Just pure passion myself like fart jokes and that. Explains so much. It man. does, doesn't it? It does. You look back and think, why I'm like what I'm like. It's because I sat and watched that stuff like that, Audi. I had like four of South Park in the movie on DVD, and that's it. I've just watched the one repeat. 
Nice. Look, are you on the same boat as Nicky? Sorry, mate. I was in the middle of yawning there, and you actually caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> yep. Nah, I'm in the same you boat. Agree, uh, yes, uh, I am. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I was the same. To be honest, I'm, when I watched it last night, I was in the same boat as Nicky. Like I was watching, mm-hmm. it and I'm like, this is just because I read somewhere ages ago. Is it see before the film? See when they ever had South Park on TV. Did they bleep yeah. out every swear word? They weren't. They genuinely weren't allowed to nah, say was, fuck or shit. There was some. I think fuck is wasn't allowed to be said on it. There was some that were allowed. I, because when the they see Terence and Philip, that's the after you see Terence and Philip, that's the first time that they actually swear. I think in the film, and it's supposed yeah. to be this big thing. And like, see watching it again, it just makes. It just takes the piss. Also, by the way, see if this is released now. Fuck me. Aye. Yeah. People would go mad. Specifically, one bit when um, they're talking about when obviously they go to World War Can- they go to World War Canada and they talk about it's my favourite part of the movie. Canadians to death camps. I was like, Aye. oh right. I so I thought, do you know? I actually thought I thought you were going to mention the other the war strategy. Uh, <laughs> Operation Human Shield. I thought that's what they were going to do. Get behind the donkeys. Oh my god. I had to pause it because I was actually fucking. Ian, you are like one in one uh, with your appearances on the show. You, you liked Halloween. You weren't a fan of Solo. Where do you stand in South Park? Uh, I really liked the South Park film. Actually, I only realised how much I liked it when I went and watched it again last night right. uh, in preparation for this. I thought it was great. And like, I feel like, see, the way South Park do like the kind of shock humour thing. Aye. I think it's just uh, they just somehow make it kind of so fresh and well thought out. It's like, not even just though they are sound. just like they, they just do. Yeah, yeah. It's like it seems like they did they did it well before it just became a thing that purely kind of alt right meme pages done where they just make jokes about nine eleven for the sake of it. Aye. Yeah, because it's like whenever they did an offensive joke, it's always like it's always kind of saying something. Aye. And if it's not, it's just. Like, I think as well they'll take the piss oh, well, out of like, like, are fucking funny. Like, they take the piss out themselves and stuff as well. Like nothing's yeah. off limits. Yeah, and I was I was actually I was taking aback by some of the stuff they fucking get away with in that man. Just like, oh my god! I read a thing about how they got away with stuff, and it's to do with the fact that yeah, like, like, so... when they would put in stuff, if they said to take it out, they would put in. They, they had like a deal kind of thing, but they could then put in whatever they wanted, and they would just put in like horrific stuff. <laughs> it was crazy just like I, I didn't realise that I, like, I forgot this was made in 1999 so Saddam Hussein was still alive I know. when this film came out and I was like how the fuck did they get away with that I don't know well, like, well, this is madness well, I, I, I do think this is one of Saddam's best performances to be honest with you um, <laughs> Jack, better than Amelia Clark oh definitely 100% where was Saddam oh here we go do you need to ask Higgins what he thinks <laughs> Jack I'm gonna I'm gonna come to you now um do you agree with Nicky's statement that South Park, Bigger, Longer and Uncut is the best film ever made? No, I couldn't, couldn't disagree more, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it was honestly the worst thing ever. How? Um, <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> it was cringing watching it. Like, how the fuck can people find this funny? How I don't know if it's maybe dated. I never watched it when I was younger, so this is the first time I've seen it. I I've heard every single line in that movie, and not once did I find it funny watching it. Whereas I would find it funny if someone else said it. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, think, I do think like, not... I wouldn't recommend South Park to anyone. I'd say just if you want to watch it, watch it. I think I've just but... missed it. Like, I think see if I'd watched it when everyone else watched it, and back then it would have been funny because it was so shocking, and I'd have been a wee guy pure loving it. But I'm like watching it clean and. 
<laughs> no, but I just mean like being like fresh. I've never watched any South Park episodes. <laughs> Straight out of the shower. Never, never seen any clips. Of it. Well, I've seen like clips, but that was it. And never found them funny back then. And I honestly was just, oh, I just perplexed all the way through the movie. Like, how do people find this funny? I find it hilarious, I, man. It's a funny thing. <laughs> Listen, I, think, I do think it's one of those things, though. Like, it was just when it's got Terence. It was just really cringy. I mean, I've talked about it before on. Sorry, I can't. Can't get. <laughs> uh, I've spoken about it before on all podcasts that I'm on about. Um, it's just like that kind of cringy comedy. It just doesn't appeal to me at all. Um, there was a f- very few like forced laughs. I would say where like this is weird. Because we I find most of the same things funny. I know, but we would find the same things funny. But for this, I just don't think. I don't know. Don't, I love it. Man. I like Family Guy. Right. I like The Simpsons, and I like even American Dad to an extent. But American Dad's that, fucking pish. For me, like, <laughs> so's Family Guy, man. For me, Terrible. there's just, there's nah, just nothing was funny in it at all. The random, the like random you... just didn't suit like. Because I would say Family Guy is one of the most random. It was like you wouldn't expect what's going to come up next uh, in terms of like a scene. When and uh, for this South Park movie, like. What was actually happening was obviously not what I was expecting, but just not in a good way, not funny. Um, well, listen, like, I get that you don't like this movie. I do think it has to pick up on what you just said, though. Like, see the way that they are watching Terrence and Phillips for the first time in the cinema, and like, everything's funny and they're quoting everything. I think if you watched South Park back in the day, like, you were probably like that with South Park and this movie. You know what I mean? So it's a different relationship. Yeah, you just shocked. Like, look, looking, I honestly looking just back remember, on it. I just remember the MSN, like, we voice note things you could send to people and there was just hundreds of South Park ones. I used uh, to send clips through the Bluetooth thing. from people's phones. Uh, that was literally the only the only way I knew, like, the, the, the quotes fit in that and those stupid voices. But the voices just go right through me the whole way through it. I'm just like, <laughs> shut up. Like, there's just no enjoyable at all. Right. Well, listen. I know you could go on all day about this, right? But I want to try. I want to try and break it down specifically, and I want to, let's get the praise up a wee bit more because you. I genuinely think if I let you go on for about another half hour, <laughs> you can I, tell me every single reason why you hated this I, film. I, like, I can feel your anger. All wrong reasons. Listen, I'm going to say this right now, right? This is actually a really terrific story. Like, see the narrative. See the narrative here. See from going from a cinema and it ending up at like the actual apocalypse. Like, it actually is like such a, a seamless progression like all the way through the stages of it which I think makes it great yeah I'd absolutely agree I thought the pacing of the film was absolutely great Oof. like it, it played out it played out just like an episode do you know what I mean it, was like, it felt like it's an extended episode it was all just really snappy and things were just happening one after the other just like in a really good succession and then they just kept bringing in another fresh thing every little while I think they two are absolutely see everything they've tried like they've got a I, musical now as well that's just been like everyone's like been raving about it like I think Ed and they do is just that's an all brilliant is that, basically is this movie not a musical and I for one I wasn't expecting it to be a musical but like it was just so shite mate I, like, I love musicals right and well, we'll get to the songs in a minute. I, we'll to the songs I love musicals, man. I do. I fucking love them. Trust me, got one out now called Dead. Higgins even just called the Book of Mormon like one on Broadway and all that. What's that? Mm. So they've got one called the Book of Mormon. Aye, aye. Like, but I think Matt, whatever he talked about, it, has he done like music at college or uni or whatever it is? So I think that's why they made it a musical. I, right. mm. I actually have a lot of. This is probably go off the track, but I've got a lot of respect for the creators of it and. I have no doubt I would watch some episodes and probably find them funny, but I just, I think probably similar to what you're saying, Ian, if you don't like Family Guy, it must just be something about it that you don't like. 
Um, and for me, with South Park, it's the voices, the the pure, I don't know, the cringe comedy. It's just not really for me. So mm. I think Luke. that's the biggest thing about it. Hello, Luke. How are you? Um, I'm not bad. I just want to put in here. Uh, you were talking. You said how you think this is Saddam Hussein's greatest performance. So I typed yeah. in Saddam Hussein IMDb. I'm pretty sure he's and, dead. Uh, uh, he's definitely dead. We know he's uh, fucking dead. <laughs> no one's disputing <laughs> saying, ah, he's in hell with Satan. But I just want to say he's been in many documentaries. I think you're wrong. I think one of these documentaries he could be portraying a better version of himself. Aye, but have you seen them? <laughs> have you, have you, Remember have there you was those rumours that he used to get shown this film as a form of torture? That was wrong, but that, used, that was a rumour at one point. Oh yeah, that's if Jack was in Guantanamo. He got that film on repeat for him. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Um, right, who's everyone's favourite member of the South Park? Cartman, group? obviously. Why? Why Cartman? Because he's the funniest <laughs> wee dick, mate. It's just, there's just, it's pure hard to make a, a, a character like that that's like, there's nothing likeable about him. Like, there's just no redeeming qualities. He's just the most I've evil got a better one. Gang. I've got a better one. Who? Cartman's more. <laughs> like, <Aye>. <laughs> <laughs> one bit. Like, see when he's like, Mum, would you tell me if you were in a German Scheiser film? And she goes, Okay, hi. Yeah. <laughs> My actual favourite character is Howling for ages, but it's, it's Butters. He's not in the movie, really, but. So. Well, he's not in the movie. Nah, but Butters is the best character. Fair. Ian, who's your favourite? Yeah, I was going to say, I think Stan Marsh doesn't really get uh, much uh, like screen time in the film, but I think Stan Marsh is probably my favourite character. It's funny when he's so been sick on the girls all the time. You can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Jack, See you what we're laughing? I just have to Jack just sitting there oh, loving shit. the man. So hey, Jack, is there any character you anchored onto in this film? I liked, I liked Satan in the film, actually. Uh, <laughs> like, I just thought Satan was the funniest character because he had the most normal voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'd like to make a correction. One second. I actually said Stan Marsh. I meant Randy Marsh. Stan oh, Star. Randy Sorry, Marsh. Was, uh, I fucked that. Yeah, he's he's my favorite character. <laughs> so it probably didn't make sense when I said that he doesn't get enough screen time. I was like, Stan's the main character. Did you watch this? I was like, sorry, mate. Yeah, I thought I just uh, you know put a wee there. I was like, Ian's pulled one way to not watch the movie. Oh, I'll, I'm a big fan of Satan and Dummy. Dummy's a big fan of Satan. <laughs> You're more voice myself than the I think it's the best depiction of a, a gay uh, relationship. It's a I was half expecting, half expecting David to say Big Gay Al. <laughs> oh, Big Gay Al's song. I'm super thanks for asking. That's I'm amazing. actually going to like, Big Gay Al's a, a terrible character, right? But see Satan and Dummy saying, like, I could actually imagine that happening. Like, Trump actually hates no. most gay characters. I texted him the other night saying something about Christopher Biggins and how they were a bit similar oh. and he went mental at me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me fucking started in Christopher Biggins. Christopher Biggins is a biphobic bastard and I can Unless you want an hour, I'll write a blog post right fucking now, Nicky. Stuff is actually absurd how easily I can wait. Fucking Christ. Like, let's get back to let's get back to this. Like, you talked about how it's a musical. Basically, they said that they wanted to make fun of the Disney Renaissance movies with this. And Jack, you, you must you're a lame as an Abla fan. You must have seen the clear comparisons. Yeah. Uh, that is to the ABC Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Who's good? Who's talking? Jack. Jack. Aye. <laughs> so, no, but he didn't appreciate that, no? I mean, no. It was it was annoying. <laughs> because it was just no... It's not the same at all. I know that it's meant to be the same, but it's just no... Oh, it's just no funny, mate. It's no good. 
I don't like it. Mark <laughs> Higgins, shut up, you're shite of <laughs> Right. I think uh, I think they parodied musicals so well. No, nice. Like, I thought I thought it was so sharp. From the La Resistance song. Oh, he has to remind me. Uh, see this, see the song when uh, we're Satan singing about how he wants to live up on. That's Earth. the best yeah. song. And it's like, uh, it's like the little, mer- it's like the little mermaid. Oh, I was that fucking that fucking I thought I was so funny, man. What song did you like? Drugs are bad one. Ah, that's not. This is easy. I meant to say earlier on. See the title of the thing. Mind what I said? Like they they took stuff out and then. They had an right. option where they could just put it in, so they had like a different yeah. name for it, and they said it was right. too offensive. So they took that out, and the description of it, Trey Parker said, was his penis in comparison to Matt Stone's, because Matt Stone's <laughs> Jewish, so it's bigger, longer. <laughs> <market. laughs> I like that. Do we think the reason that Blame Canada was the song to get nominated is because it's like the least offensive song? Yeah, it's in the not whole the thing. funniest at all. It's no, not the best song. surely Uncle Fucker's not that offensive. He's just talking about shagging. Well, been incestuous to be honest. Yeah, I, I loved Uncle Fucker. I thought it was a great tune. Uncle Fucker's a great tune, but also seeing the, they love that in Middle America, you the, know, in the south. Yeah. <laughs> seeing the Larry Resistance, the song like is a completion of every song. Uh, yes, the bit in Uncle when Uncle Fucker comes out of that, I think is sensational. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, that's actually like one of the things I liked about it. It reminded me of like uh, West Side Story. There's a song in that. Tonight and there's another song of Lane is that sort of like combined. It's meant to be the one day more. Uh, it's one day more. Yeah. Aye, it's, it's, it's fantastic, Jack. It might actually be better than one day more from Lane is, I think. Like, Aye. It's right, one man. of those. <laughs> 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 oh my god, I'm just man. So <laughs> I just don't like it. It's difficult for me to actually try and say something I like about it. So I'm going to be quiet and just let you love, try one. I want you, I'm going to give you this moment, right? I want you to try and say one good thing. He likes it. Apart from saying, yeah, no, there's obviously bits, there's obviously bits where I kind of like sniggered on that. That's what I'm saying. It's just pure forced laughter for me. Like, I wasn't, what, was what was the joke? Actually, Tell me the joke. I can't remember, uh, the credits. Like, I see the, <laughs> one of the famous quotes in it, like that, uh, how would you like to suck my balls? Like, that was probably the funniest bit in it. And that's only <laughs> because I knew that line already. So I was like, yeah. oh, I mean, I used to say that when I was a wee guy. Ha ha. That was it. See, see, for someone who doesn't like the movie, that was no bad impression. I'll give you. Yeah, it was. Well done, Jack. Well done. See, but I can't even imagine, like, see if, like, if I seen Jack, right, and some guy was slagging us, and I'd be like, how would you like to suck my balls? I think Jack would buckle if I said that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think none of it is Jack's sense of humour, but it's just no having it. Do you, just, do you think? Do you think you're in a bad place? Or, like, is, are you? Thank you, Andy. No, honestly, mate, I tried my very best. And, like, I think... I don't know if maybe because I had heard some of the quotes or the, the, the funny bits, like... Yeah. That I'd heard before, one day is funny, or... Well, okay. I, I don't even know what it was, but for me, uh-huh. it just kept getting worse. Right, well, so if I, was, well, I, I thought you'd get a bit offended at the liberal use of the worst faggot and stuff like that. Well, well, not to mention that again, but like it's from 1999. You've got mm-hmm. to take any context, and without also, making this an absolute um, like PC blog post, you know what I mean? But it's 1999. They used it twice in the movie. Yes, I did count, so didn't really mind it. Did yeah, know? I think they just they just very haphazardly just like threw in like use the horrible use the horrible words. Like it's kind of like yeah. 
there's no real vet there's no real venom when they use these when they use these kind of words it's not like right. they're trying to promote like anti they're not pr- promoting anti-homosexuality oh, definitely. Like it's, like, it's, it's like, like you said Nikki it's not as if like they're not making fun of anything else you know what I mean uh-huh. so it's like that, that, I don't know why you're surprised like I'm no I, I like funny things Truff, I think it's you like your <laughs> you are outraged about literally anything that happens no I'm not I hear big massive quote tweets Truff, you say this constant every week <laughs> and week in week out on this podcast that your twitter's full of hate and then somebody tells you and you're like ah, no it's not <laughs> hey who are you talking to <laughs> <laughs> I'm outraged about stuff that's worth he's being outraged about how to chuck someone off a podcast <laughs> <laughs> he's currently googling how do you delete tweets <laughs> listen like I don't know why we're discussing this I've said I liked the movie you're the one bringing the, everything up here you're bringing I'm the just saying I'm surprised I why are you getting more... wide with Nicky Nicky's weak back and you're getting wide I know Jesus. move on I've got a come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> The animation. The an- yes! <laughs> I hate before we got any <laughs> What do we think about the animation? Oh, I love obviously. it. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Top it's, class. It's so great. I love it. Like, obviously, it's not the best. Like, stop, shut up. Right? Oh, but it's deliberately it's bad. It's like, it's made in the same way The Simpsons is made in that. It's just made to look like it's stop motion, but it's not actually. Like, it's not Would you mean The Simpsons made in stop motion? No, like, this, it's all made on computers and all that. The same way any other animation's made. It's not made with like, paper and that. You're joking. It's, man, that is, they, they take, <laughs> see, to make it with paper, mate, it would take months. It takes The Simpsons like something like seven months to make an episode. It takes the South Park people a week. That's why, see, now it's pure mm. topical. They have a week to make an episode. They just write the episode in the week, animate it, and put it out on like the Friday. Aye, there was a there was a documentary Aye, about like that. Seven actually. days there or something. Pretty crazy. The, the the work rate, the work rate they do is absolutely is. mental. I think it's got. I think like see because it is bad though. It's got that kind of charm to it, but like it kind of like it, it's nice. It's, it's kind of like, like it's all kind of ragged, raggedy, and like. I think the first episode's the only one that's made with like paper curtains and stuff like that, and after that, it's all computer. Yeah. What I, what I would have liked though is if, like, see if they just kept the animation bad route, but there was like good animation in there. Like Kenny's descent into hell was like extremely well animated. I, that's, <laughs> I, I, would, I, that's I wouldn't say that's well animated. I liked it. I it's thought like, it was beautiful. I was like, I'd say it's quite quite simple, like kind of three D. Yeah, but no, it, looked, it did look good though. It did, yeah, it did look I can do it. I was like, oh god, where's fucking Gandhi's going down? It's like Hitler, it's Gandhi. Oh my god, what's Gandhi? Oh my god, are we actually are we going into that? Well, this is descended into chaos anyway. Do we think that um, heaven and hell the ratio is accurate? Do we think only like a thousand people end up in heaven? Yeah, just Mormons, absolutely, multiple wives. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a bit horrible. I don't point. think that they exist, David. That's true. <laughs> that's also true. No, oh, but I think if it did exist, that would probably be the ratio. Yeah. I think there's like, there's so many there's so many daft rules that would, uh, would count as sins. Yeah. So it's like not being able to like mix uh, your not being able to like mix your fabrics like that's a I sin. Not like Go to hell for that. Yeah. Ah, exactly. Are you not? No, no meant so, to do that. That's as actually mentioned more times in the Bible than. It's mentioned that you're not meant to shag guys if you're a guy. Is it? Well, that's fair enough. That's so fair they're enough. more interested in that. People don't, people don't see me realise you're not meant to shag outside marriage either. 
So anyone who's having normal, like, I was basically normal sex, I was like, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> married people have weird sex. <laughs> just to keep it fresh, <laughs> you know, they've been, they've been married for years, the vanilla stuff doesn't get them to go there. I, oh, Jesus Christ, like, if I wish you'd change all this is This is something that's controversial as the film, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> let's keep it, let's get it bigger, longer, and I, I was ready to say censorship. That is what we should move on to next. Um, and obviously, the, Nikki, you touched on it. There's a lot of comments on uh, censorship in films, and especially it was a big talking point in the 90s where stuff did become, we had like Tarantino like becoming more prominent as a filmmaker in the 1990s with these violent films. Everyone's like, can't have violent stuff in TV, can't have swearing in TV, like this is an outrage. To be honest, it's still like that in America. Like, I don't know where their time is. Like, still, but the watershed's a lot later over there, and there's still certain words you're not allowed to say, like, at all. You see them on their own chat shows here, and they're, like, just shocked that they can say fuck and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and I just, like, what do you guys think about that? Like, do we, do we think censorship is a good thing, or could we just, like, get rid of it? I think it's like, brilliant. I think ban everything. Nicky, you would. <laughs> you just want chaos. I do, mate. I'm, I'm a complete anarchist. <laughs> yeah. No rules. They are swearing at like <laughs> nine in the morning. They knows, they clays, who cares? <laughs> I was like, saying, I was like, 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 I don't think oh, do you remember that right. like the second scene in Rip Off like really. uh, and they were asked to take it out and I went to Keir who wrote it and I was like um, should we and he was, he was fucking fuming he was like <laughs> he was like absolutely not I can't believe you've been asked that question I mean and stuff like that um, so there are like even when you're making like short films and stuff like that people are like there's no there's stuff you shouldn't and shouldn't put in but see I'm of the opinion like I can complain about stuff like after I've watched it or after I've read it and stuff like that. But see, if you want to make it, it's within your right to go and fucking do it. And if people want to complain about it after, i.e. me on Twitter, then they can. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's that's the thing I like about this movie, like, in particular. It's just, like, it's so... The lack the lack of restraint shown is there. But it's like you're saying, Ian, like, the things they're saying and the things they're doing is very much with a purpose. And I do think it comes out... It's a good and satisfying film in the end. I know Jack's going to disagree, but... Apparently, Nicky disagrees. He's left. Yeah, I lost him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's fucking just lost. So he's lost. Um, pause there. <laughs> hey, I cut it there. My dad phoned me, guys, but I'm back. <laughs> I, 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 could, I, I could tell. What was I saying? Sorry. You weren't saying anything. <laughs> well, I'll go now then. No, it's fine. It's fine. Wait, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get his back. I phoned my again. dad and he said, "I went. I'm doing a podcast with Justin." And he went, "You're doing a what?" And I was like, "I'll phone you back." <laughs> oh, he's playing later, Dad. You've been doing this now for about five. Yeah, I've told my dad months. like so many times. My dad's just, my dad just likes football. And that's it. Right, okay. Right, anyway, let's go. Right. Four seconds of silence. Um. Right, so that's what I like about it. Uh, another thing is, <laughs> I was going to say that um, we've got. Hey, I got chucked, a... chucked out there, guys. <laughs> fucking sharp, Nicky. Right, so we've got a poster coming out for Downton Abbey, the movie. Right, they're making Downton Abbey in a film, the film that absolutely no one was fucking asking for. I actually don't know. Yeah, I campaigned. 
Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to be a weak fucking contrarian today and I'm not having it. You're actually making me swear. I've not swore this much since the very first show. Have you tried it hard, man? Speaking of censorship, I got a mail from my, my aunt who's like, listen to the show, loved it, too much swearing. Uh-huh. My aunt just like, swore quite a lot and you swore a, a lot more than I did. It was terrible. I asked you comments terrible. on it as well. Oh, shocking. It's disgusting. You're, you're no better than the fucking uh, people that they're talking about in this movie, the mothers. You're, you're fucking uh, Kyle's mum. That's what you are. A bitch. A bitch. <laughs> as the song says. Kyle, I'm going to get that song out and play some skill. <laughs> Kyle. And Kyle's mum's an angel as well. <laughs> right, so oh, I was say... Guys, just a, just a warning. You will hear it. Right, that man. makes its return on this podcast. Right, go out and oh get some. God. Oh, goodness sake, man. This is why I listen to the end of the day. Surely ice cream anyway, fans and don't sell ice cream and sell So what I was going to say is that Downton Abbey's got a poster. It's a TV show turned into a movie. South Park was a TV show turned into a movie. Is turning TV shows into films a good or bad Truff, idea? Trough, hard to bust, mate. You've compared South Park getting turned into movies. South Park to Downton Abbey, mate. Why it's the same it? fucking thing. Truff, think about your question, mate, then think about the Simpsons movie. Yes, it's a fucking good thing. Right, but a lot of people would say, Nicky, and I'm not one of these people before you start going down my throat, but the Simpsons movie is no anywhere near as good as Golden Age Simpsons. Shite, it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking that, I'm not saying that. I'm just I will get these people to say that then, they can say it. Get them on, get them on. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's alright. Oh, you yeah. don't even start. Yeah, <laughs> it's not great, it's mate. I think uh, I think the, the Simpsons movies marked uh, marked a change in like a change in the quality of the Simpsons. I think after the Simpsons movie came out, it all started. Going I'd say the start of it going downhill was when they said that Skinner wasn't a person anymore. He was Armin Tamzarian. That was, <laughs> that's that, that was the beginning of the end. Oh, ah, yeah. Simpsons movie was one last three boys of glory. That is a weird decision. That's a weird decision. Right, we're Jack. going off tangent here. Jack. Come on. Well, I was going to say, Jack, we'll get you back in the discussion here because it's not directly related to South Park. Are there any good films made from TV shows that exist? Good films uh, from TV shows? Yeah. Uh, I should try to think. Do you know what I thought of? No, go ahead. Recess, recess School's Out. What a film. <laughs> that is a great film. <laughs> One is the loneliest number Sorry. <laughs> that is an absolute <laughs> classic film, by the way, and it like really like is a prime example, but in all seriousness, I really don't think it should happen for the most part. South Park and Simpsons and Recess, I think, did it well. Uh, They're all animated. It works for animations, but it's difficult to do like turn a drama into like a movie. I mean, yeah. If you try to make mm. a Game of Thrones movie or do a spin off films based on characters, Kyle? Like, uh, like no, Borat or Bruno absolutely not. Or nah. Austin Powers. Nah. I read a thing, right, that it was like the reason <laughs> that animations and that and like Jackass and stuff get made into movies is because it's the things they can't do on TV. So, see, with dramas right. and that, there's no really reason not to do it because they can do it all on TV anyway because there's not nothing I mean, to change. Often it doesn't work like that, but it's interesting that we were talking about a few weeks ago um, about Lord of the Rings being made into a, a TV show, right? So, it's like the opposite way. So do you think Aye. it works better as a, a film being made at a TV show rather than a TV show being made at, moving at a film? Because obviously you'd expect the TV show to be longer running, have already mm. established mm. like characters, and I suppose you can do more with a TV show in terms of episodes. 
So well, I think well, there's a couple of films that I've wanted to be turned into TV shows. I remember Public Enemies was one of them. I think the Angelina Jolie movie Salt that came out 2008 I always uh, thought would make a good TV show before, yeah. well there was that um, there was that Limitless series that came out after the film oh, which I didn't think oh. was very good uh, yeah, I, no, I the, well the film there. was fucking <coughs> shit annoying so that fucking made Re- oh you, you know you should talk about that podcast I was like the concept listen to episode 2 of first time films and you can hear my thoughts on the horrendous Limitless no thanks but I think we've we've basically covered that topic of TV shows being turned into films is there anything else about South Park Bigger Longer and Uncut that anyone wants to no wait go back go back sorry I was eating eating chips (laughs) I can tell you were eating that's why I didn't come to you I was like oh he's going to be stuffing his face right now I'm not waiting about seven seconds while he munches the best movie that came via TV show is Ben 10 Race Against Time Live oh. action premiered in Cartoon Network. <laughs> I think we're all Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed. Ah, oh. that, that was based oh. after the first film. You're an idiot. Scooby Doo oh. One, Spooky Island, or whatever it was called. Oh, Spooky Island's better. That's just called <laughs> Scooby Doo the movie. I'm sick of this. People have been taking the Scooby Doo Island. Scooby Doo Island. Oh my god! So if I'm doing that thing that last year's on Twitter. Oh my god, Chuff, yes. That's yes. <laughs> See, Say it louder for the people in the back. Scooby <laughs> Doo, colon, Spooky Island. I was, I was like, that is clearly no conduct. You two, you two get wound up. I mean, nothing. <laughs> no, but like, why don't you just get it fucking right then? And I'll wound up, you know what I mean? Come on, educated. Wait, who was it? Who got it wrong? Nicky, he's like, oh, Scooby Doo one, Scooby Scooby Island. It's like, it's, it's Scooby Island. No. Was it Spooky Island? Mate? <laughs> Shut up, Nicky. <laughs> Why would they go to Zane Island to try and fight yeah. crime? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Scooby Island. What does this Scooby do? We're gonna give. We're gonna give our final thoughts to this now. Good. Right? I'm putting an end to this chaos, and Nicky, I'm coming to you first. Good. Final thoughts and a score out of 10. It's brilliant. 10, mate. 10. 12, ten. if I can. <laughs> Luke. Class. 10. Ian. Tim. Great. 9. <laughs> Jack, you'll be lucky to get over a 5. Jack. Shy. <laughs> 4. 4 out of 10. 4. David, what would Four. you give the movie? We're all dying to hear. Um, I'd give it a nine. Also, you I, I, I think it's really good. It's really good. Um, and Uncle Fucker, hey, don't push your pants, right? All right, we'll be back for part two. We'll be we'll be discussing the Lion King trailer that just came out. Uh, we'll be discussing Netflix and no, that fast. No, oh, sorry. And Steven Spielberg. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for this Spielberg discussion. And we'll be talking the, the Grease prequel that's been announced at Paramount because apparently I have they have chills. completely run out of ideas. We'll hopefully have to get this train back on track. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Season part two. Who said I've got Me. chills? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we're going to start part two. Five seconds of silence. This is part two. We're starting it now. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tough never knows how to start. I wish people could hear the bit before <laughs> when he starts the intro and they go, 
we're going to start part two, and then a wee bit, and then this is part two. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually just keep that in this week for a laugh. It's a fucking shit show of an episode anyway, so might as well. Wow, <laughs> well, nice. Thank you very much for that. Oh, We've tried our best. Part two is going to be I never even watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever watch the movie? You can be Mate, I very rarely. See if I've Jesus. seen it, I don't watch it. Oh, you're a nightmare. <laughs> I you're... didn't watch... Your dedication. Um, Don't tell me specific about? I didn't watch Good Will Hunting, obviously. Oh. Whatever other ones I've done. <laughs> if I've seen it, I'm not watching it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he tried his best to get me to watch. He said today, like, oh, come on, refresh your memory. But, your, nah. your dedication to the craft is... And look, watched it twice in the last two days. Like, mate, I've got mm-hmm, a memory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm honestly, not, um, I love this podcast with all my heart, and then I get shit bitch off saying... Shit, show it up, podcast. Bullshit. Bullshit. My opinions are on there. I'm trying to hold this here, trust me. This is just the kind of person I am, (laughs) trust. Do they accept it? Okay, that's fine. You know, um, one thing that I can accept is getting a new Lion King trailer. (laughs) Transition, absolutely. A new new Lion King trailer came out today. Um, It's been directed by John Favreau, who did The Jungle Book and Iron Man, and a great movie called Chef. If you're not seeing Chef, go and check it out. He directed um, Elf as well. Chef is a great film. John Favreau. Are you sure? Hundred percent. Yeah, I think John Favreau was a hundred percent. John Favreau. He's sure? sick. Are you absolutely sure that one hundred percent? It's not for debate. It's that fact. I swear to God, see if John Favreau's listening to this, and you've absolutely shunned him. Oh, aye. I, I didn't know. John aye, thanks for believing me, David. I absolutely did not believe you there. That is amazing. That is some fact, by the way. John he's Favreau. in it as well. He's, he's it makes sense, but point, man. He's... Uh, he's a doctor in Elf. Yeah, so John Favreau also directed Elf. He's directing The Lion King. Uh, Donald Glover uh, stars as Simba. Um, James Earl Jones is back. Uh, Edula 4. Uh, I was just going to pretend that audio jumped there, even though I just made a hash of his first name. Uh, that Edula 4 film stars as Scar. Um, also, Seth Rogen's in it. Um, and it's going to be released later <laughs> this year. Uh, John Oliver as well is also in it as Zazu. Uh, what did you guys make of the trailer, Jack? I'll come to you first. Well, I thought it was really good. Um, it wasn't much better. Like, wasn't much better than the first trailer, if that makes sense, because it's basically just shown as the the animated film, but no animated. Like, you know what I mean? There's not there's much deviation from the original. Like in this case, I think it's just going to be the exact same kind of like screenplay, but good. just. But just live action, yeah, which I agree with. I like <laughs> yes, good. I'm uh, so happy. I do think I, that there's a deleted scene in the original with uh, sure Scar I, and Nala, and it looks I, from this trailer, it looks like they put that scene back in. Oh, and like, oh no, basically, there's a deleted scene where Scar effectively tries to get with Nala uh, when she's older, and that's uh, what leads her to running away. Right, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. I never thought of that. Yeah, so at least they're getting together. Uh, Nikki, <laughs> big fan of South Park, fan of the Lion King. Yeah, no, ah, no. Uh, I'm not a fan of Lion King, not a fan of trailers, and not a fan of remakes. <laughs> so basically, I like the end bit when they were singing in the jungle. Yeah, that's a brilliant song. Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner. That is. Uh, no, it was two animals, mate. Aye, first <laughs> class. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, that's that's Um, absolutely fine. Mate, I can't. I've got a story about. I'm not even going to tell it because it's it's just going to not be funny. Anyway, let's just. (laughs) What? The thing is, I I can't. I can't watch you say anything. There was a thing that was a quote, right? It was said a young warthog, and somebody tweeted it, and it said like when I was a young, and then when I was, and it says like a young warthog, 
Yeah. And for ages, I was convinced that tweet was to the tune of the My Chemical Romance song, like, when I was a young walk-talk, <laughs> it was me and my now ex-girlfriend that were sitting there, and she was like, you won't get that, because I don't really like anything. And in the smuggest voice ever, I went, okay, I think I know My Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is quite funny. I actually like that. Thanks. Like, that wasn't funny at all. Like, Thanks, have you got mate. any uh, uh, thoughts on this uh, I loved it. I love the Lion King, and I just I get chills when it's the three of them walking along the log, and it's like actual scene. I was gonna say scene for yeah. scene, but it's fucking cut and both Aye. animation. But it's class. Uh, I mentioned my pal uh-huh. Jen, who also I think it's her favorite Disney film. Shout out Jen, who doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> what, what? Yeah. Um, she uh, messaged her and she was like, "Oh, I loved it. I watched it about twenty times. Chills. It's just amazing." But the problem I have with these fucking shitty Disney remakes, I say shitty, but I mean, they're good on their own, but when you start comparing them, they're <laughs> shit. But, as we discussed last week, the Jungle Book, Bare Necessities, I thought, didn't get justice. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be like you, if you want to reenact it, Trusco. You we do. That's, that's exactly how right it was right uh, they're going to butcher see if they have butcher Akuna no. Matata and no I actually know what just Akuna really Matata well maybe you're fucking ragjack I've got you think... every faith that Chef Rogan will be good in this uh, and Aye. which other guy's name was Billy Eichner yeah uh, Billy Eichner's playing to one there's actually not anybody really in the cast for it that I'm disappointed with Um well, I'm not a massive fan of Beyonce, but I think she'll be good. I, I just think she'll be good. I can already imagine her voice, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Trough, another thing is, see James L. Jones? I know he's coming back to yeah. Mufasa. Do you know how, do you know how he sounded uh, different? Sound, but yeah. I know he's older. I know he's like... Wait, he di- sounded, sounded like, different when if... he was Darth Vader and all. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't bad when he was Darth Vader, but he sounded different as well when he came back as Darth Vader. Uh, I know he's older and all that, but like he just sounded as if they went up to him and went, do not do the exact same uh, thing you did 20 I do years ago. I don't know. Ian, I wanted to get going back to what Jack was saying. Are you a fan of Beyonce? Because I think I've had strange like conversation with you before where you said you're no really. Uh, I think she's uh, overrated, I bet also. Yeah. I think, like, I think she's a fantastic singer, a good dancer. She's unbelievably sexy. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> she's like, yeah, and are so average, mate. Aye, and she doesn't even write them. Like, this is what I'm, I, I don't want to get mm-hmm. on the Beyonce hate here, but, like, yeah, I don't like her. But I've never rate her. It's not I don't rate her. Yeah. Obviously. Down with the monarchy. Down with the monarchy. Queen Bay is no more. Aye, I agree. I do not agree with her at all, because I don't think she pretends to be a songwriter. I think she openly does not write songs. She's an entertainer. <laughs> okay. So this is this is the battle we've decided to fight here. Is uh, you you're the you're, you're the pro but you're the pro uh, Beyonce's voice battles. in the battle. I mean I'm not really uh, anything, yeah, but I'm just I saying just back down. She does yeah, need to get back on the fence with that one. It's not like Jake Bug Jake Bug's a real problem. He's getting his name everywhere as if he's a songwriter. I don't get a ghostwriter Out of everything so in the world do you think that Jake Bug is the real problem? That is like that is the Yes, I went all the way to Edinburgh to see him. Mm. Didn't know he had a ghostwriter. Fair enough. I'd probably enough. not went. I <laughs> mainly terrible when we get stuck there. Imagine <laughs> stuck all the way in Edinburgh. It's hardly as if you're in Timbuktu. Really? 
It was a great night. We had we stayed in uh, Lara McEachney, let us stay in the halls and her thing, right? But Lee kept going out and smoking. So I feel like yeah, I've told this story before on this. And um, no. have I? No. Anyway, you can't like see when you go out of the halls and any of the right. doors would lock, obviously. So he took all our shoes and was putting the shoes like inside the door so that he could up. <laughs> and I was lying in the bed, he turned up like an hour later and he'd been at the casino and stuff just did a big arm <laughs> ah, so right, so back to the Lion King trailer I absolutely fucking loved it right I'm on the same boat like I don't think we need live action remakes and stuff like that right the Lion King's one of the best films ever right I, and I don't classify mm-hmm. that as a Disney film animated movie it's just one of the best films ever made right and see the fact that I'm getting this and it actually looks like actual animals doing <clears> stuff like it's one of those moments where you just like put like any sort of brain aside like oh how to do that and i'm just like mesmerized by it i'm totally blown away by what i'm seeing and that score jack i know you're a huge Hans Zimmer fan like you would sit through hours and hours on end if you went to a concert for Hans Zimmer but that score <laughs> that score is probably the best score i've ever heard in all like i absolutely love that score that they played in the trailer like that feel emotional but i'm not gonna try and fucking sing it again after i got ridiculed from our performance like five minutes ago um <laughs> <laughs> but I, like for me, I'm so on board with this movie. Like I'm very, uh, very much on board with. No, it. I'm, pleased, I'm pleased with how it looks. I think uh, I think Scar looks good as well. Um, Should they have brought back Jeremy Irons if they brought back James Earl Jones? No, do you know what? I'm actually really happy with that Earl for uh, what's his chops. We really <laughs> need to know how to pronounce this guy's name. He's uh, in quite it's, a lot. He'll probably Elifor, pop up again. for something. I just don't know his son. No, no, it's that's his that's his surname. It's. Uh, I can't even. Do you know? I'm trying to Google it. I, I wouldn't even know where to start. So, is it not Chet or something like Chet? Yeah, or? Ch- Chet, Chet Lafar, Eggly Lafar, or something like that. Something <laughs> all over the line. It's, it has the same. <laughs> Jesus. As I've just said, right? So, the syllable effect, and it starts CH, and his second name is Edge Lafar. I don't know his first name. Right. Anyway, okay. I actually quite like I think I think he sounds good in it. I think he sounds. Uh, evil as as Scar should be, yeah. to be honest. Um, Fun I fact: I just think yeah. it, it was. I think all the design for them looks good. I'm interested to see how the hyenas are going to look as well, because yeah, because they should be ugly as fuck. It'd be good. You see them in the trailer? No, I bet like. No, I don't, <laughs> you, you don't really see like. The... Hi, you see the hyenas quite a bit. I have to. I'm sorry, I have to look there. Like, uh, you get good so, shots yeah. of the hyenas in this trailer. I bet the, the, the characters, <laughs> the hyenas, like the. Ah, uh, uh, I'm assuming. <laughs> I get what you mean. You're talking about Shenzi, Shenzi Banzi, and Ed. Aye, uh, uh, Shenzi Banzi, and Ed. Oh, I think right, the uh, three at the front, though. I think the ones at the front are meant to be those three. And from what I've heard, they've rejigged the Ed character because it could be a bit offensive. Yeah, aye, understand. So, um, I don't think you're going to get an Ed that's looking. Like really? he's he's uh, there's a bit yeah there's a bit missing. Noise, you get what I mean? I don't <laughs> I don't think we're getting the same version of Ed. Maybe I don't know. Whippy Goldberg coming back as Shenzi wouldn't be bad. Oh what? no way! Not the same version. Shut up. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, moving swiftly on from that to something that me and Nikki have actually been dying to talk about. I, I've been dying to talk about <laughs> it, and Nikki's been dying to be a contrarian about it. Uh, is essentially the story before we go into this debate. <laughs> Netflix is in talks to buy the iconic Egyptian theatre on Hollywood Boulevard. Now, essentially what this is in response to is the fact that bastards like Steven Spielberg, not to show my hands, not to show my hands oh, too early, <laughs> have been coming out against he's great, Netflix isn't he? and saying they shouldn't be considered for uh, Academy Awards or any other awards contention because, to use his words, they're not real movies, they're television movies. 
Um, so basically, he's tried to get the Academy to change the rules surrounding Netflix movies being nominated and, and the like. So this is basically Netflix's big <laughs> fuck you middle finger uh, to those Hollywood's elitists who can't seem to keep up with the times if they buy one of the most famous theatres in Hollywood and are able to show their movies there. Couples, this is a very, very biased introduction to this argument. <laughs> um, I do think, <laughs> I, I genuinely believe that the people who are against this are decrepit old bats who just don't understand. So, let, right, Truffles, let me get my point right. Now, I don't think you've noticed so far, but I actually agree with you, right? But I like to put through the other points. Do you really think people like Steven Spielberg who make movies that go into theatres and made movies like that for years, and are old, and are part of the old guard, are going to be up for things like Netflix. Like, do you really think everyone's just going to agree? Just be like, yeah. The thing is, like, he's, but he's saying like, that it kills the cinematic experience. The cinematic experience, as it. But I do, I, I do agree with that. The cinematic it experience is, is and going I, to I the don't cinema. disagree with going to the cinema. I'm not anti going to the cinema. What I'm saying is that it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's funny. not affordable for some people anymore to do that. And part of the reason that it's not affordable. It's because of Steven Spielberg, because Steven Spielberg came out, made a movie like Jaws that became the first blockbuster. Films started making more and more and more money, which he was once again a part of with Jurassic Park in the 90s. And because they were able to make more and more money, they made them for more and more money, and therefore they put the price... You can't blame him no, for making good movies. he's part of you the love. issue. Like, so he, if he can't see... Well, so he shouldn't have made I'm the saying that he's part, he shouldn't have made his big budget movies if he really cared about the cinematic experience and preserving it. Because uh, working class people... But he's not part of that, mate. He's not there to babysit people. He's not there to make Netflix money and make. That's what he's saying, though. He's like making movies that he gets the opportunities to make. I'm actually, I would no, I'm actually in agreement with you, Truffles, in the sense that I think it's a bit, it's a bit, um, bit of a brass neck for Steven Spielberg to like (laughs) criticise Netflix just in general, or like saying that it's taking away a certain experience when, Mm -hmm. like, you know, he didn't think of the idea, so he's probably just. Do you know what I mean? Like if you, if you he's a bit better. It's just an opinion, isn't it? His opinion of the cinematic experience will be different if he had to the, the access, people at Netflix. If he had the he's just giving an opinion. And the, the blueprint for something like Netflix to make his own Netflix in the 90s, I'm pretty sure he would have done it because he would have made and unbelievable amounts I think money. he could make something like streaming service pretty easily. He's fucking loaded and one of the most <laughs> But it'd be too late if he'd done it. Now, if he, if he had thought no, really. Himself, Amazon Prime's came out and there's Hulu and that. that if he had thought about himself, then he, he should have done it. And I think um, he's. he's Criticism was misplaced because it's we need to move along with the times. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I think Disney's going to come out a streaming service. Netflix will obviously hold on to that. Even like things like Amazon Video um, and Now TV, things like that as well. It's, it's becoming a thing now. Where streaming services are readily available. If he can't, if he can't live with that, no, and I, I, I just don't think Steve, people at Steven Spielberg need to agree with it and need to be following what they got to I think I people are going to be second. Ian, you had a point. I'm actually pointing at you here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I think it's um, irresponsible of Steven Spielberg to try and discredit movies that come out in these streaming services because one media co- the media companies like Netflix and like Amazon are becoming so big now that you're getting the same quality of content mm-hmm. on a streaming service that you would at the cinema. So to say so to say um, I think it's really bold to say that it's uh, just television watching to say that you shouldn't be able they shouldn't be concerned for awards. It's a load of nonsense because uh, Definitely. I thought that uh, especially Roma Roma which got nominated best foreign film got best foreign film. I thought it was a fanta- I thought it was a fantastic movie and I feel like if it wasn't the cinema we wouldn't even have got the response that 
maybe wouldn't even have got the response that uh, it did get. I think totally. Netflix actually elevated that into a more a more big, more important film for that reason. Like, I'm not against Netflix. I'm very for Netflix. <laughs> I'm just trying to put yeah. over no, a I'm, I'm, I'm more, the I'm fact more, that yeah. he's not as one you're a fucking idiot. I'm more arguing against Steven Spielberg than I'm arguing against you. I don't you. think Netflix is the cinematic experience. I don't think it is. But I think it's completely it different. different for a while, I think... Uh, yeah, 100%. Netflix, I think, is so different because I think you don't get the same level of the fact that everyone uh, has seen things on Netflix or that everyone's got the chance to see it because like, before, like, you might miss the chance to see it in the cinema and you don't want to go and buy a DVD but then things that are on Netflix are just there. You can just go watch them whenever you're ready. Don't need to look and for time to go and watch it. You don't have to watch it. At the end of the day, people. movies are meant to be a working class medium. When movies came in, they were considered lesser than because they were so cheap for you to go and buy and anyone could go and watch a film. And we've lost that. Netflix is doing something. Yeah, but we've lost that with everything, mate. Concerts cost. Yeah, and, I, like, stuff and that's a topic for another day. But what I'm saying is Netflix are given the opportunity now for more people to see these movies that would have been inaccessible to them in the past. So for Steven Spielberg to come out and say this to me, I feel he's an elite. It's also in addition to being more accessible for the public, it's also given young upstart filmmakers and um, unique indie filmmakers, things like that. They're given Netflix mm-hmm. are given these smaller budget um, films a chance. I really don't get how Netflix makes money. I don't understand. Oh, that's an our story from our day also. They're two billion dollars in debt or something like that. It's oh, yeah, mental. Definitely. Yeah. Imagine like how much content they actually would have in their locker, like at the yeah. moment. Even though they're in debt, it's surely just... at some point this is gonna sound stupid, right? At some point surely everyone will be subscribed and then what? Uh, Where are you getting your money from? From the monthly, like you're still if you're getting a tenner Then you'll bump it up to fifty quid. Well, they'll need to bump up the prices and that's well that's another topic we can go into. Like streaming services, the more of them that come around it's going to become competitive. Eh? Well, well, you're not going to be able to afford them all, <laughs> so it's going to become the same problem we've got. I'm not saying they're the absolute be-all end-all solution. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that you shouldn't. What Ian was basically saying, you shouldn't dismiss, dismiss the content. You know what I mean? Because like, if we're getting Disney, if I need to pay another tenner for a Disney service, I need to pay for tenner for an Amazon service to watch it. If I need to pay for No TV, if I need to pay for Netflix, that's like forty plus pound a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then, once again, it becomes too expensive. Do you pay for Netflix? I pay for Netflix. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you'd have been on your sisters or no, something. No, no, I pay for more. I don't like that's the thing, and I also pay the Odeon Limitless thing. Like, so I do think it's a good thing. Some of the some of the cinema chains are coming out with those deals, like seventeen ninety nine a month for as many movies as you want to go and see. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's good as well to try and bring the price down. But for me, I don't really think cinemas make that much money off tickets. I think it's something ridiculously low they make money off of. That's why sweets and that. Are yeah, because they know people are going to go in and buy them and treat yourself. That's what they're going to do. So you get it. Treat yourself, but um, I would uh, I would agree with Steven Spielberg in the sense that I feel like we really should be preserving the cinematic experience. So I think going to the cinema is slowly dying. Yeah, and I feel like there I feel like it would be it would be sad, it would be sad if it it was was to die out because it is a is a nice thing. It's a nice activity to go and see the see the see a film. You watch an advert for it. You're buzzing for it. You're, yeah. in a, you're in a quiet, dark room. Quiet? And you just get... Well, yeah, okay, right. Quiet depending <laughs> on where you No one you're a tough man, does you know, shut Depending up. on what you watch, quiet, dark room, right? You know what I mean? A place where the, the sole focus is on this big screen where you can just completely, like, absorb the film. And I feel like that is something that shouldn't be lost. I agree and with I you. Think, I think, oh. And I think that's why... By, I think that's why Netflix cinemas, even if they only buy... The, if, they, if they bought this one, say they started opening up... 
chains of Netflix cinemas. I think that could be great. I think you know, like away, away, away to experience uh, Netflix How would you original films. But... I think here's, here's what you <laughs> could do because see, someone gets past the remote, whoever pays the most of the ticket the gets the remote. No, I'm saying this. I think this is a good thing. Like, see if they were just to show their original movies, right? And you don't need to pay for the price of a ticket to see the movie. If you just show proof that you've got a Netflix subscription, they'll still make money off it, Nikki, because of what you were saying. People uh-huh. would still go in and pay for sweets and stuff like that, or upgrade or- to like. Premier seats or something, or like that even well. like, or even like, uh, if you don't have a Netflix membership, you have to pay a full admission ticket to get in. So you still have the opportunity to watch the Netflix film, yeah. Even if you don't have it, it's constant, mm. constant access. But say you have a Netflix membership and you maybe get it cheaper, only cost you a few quid to go and watch it in the big screen. Definitely. Well, it's really I think, is a logistical thing. I think, and I was talking to Ailey Lone about it. If you want to listen to that interview, it can be found on Spotify, iTunes, and all other good podcasting sites. Um, <laughs> and she was basically saying the same thing uh, as you were touching on there, Jack. It's like it's giving an opportunity for more diverse voices, Netflix, because they've lost that mid budget movie in the last couple of years in Hollywood. It's either been big budget superhero or it's been like really low budget indie. We're not seeing like an the Ocean's Eleven movies, for example, always go back to, like, back in the day, like, Ocean's Eight, fair enough if you want to touch on that, but we're missing those sort of, like, mid-level, mid-budget movies that were, like, really sort of the lifeblood of cinema once upon a time, especially in the uh, 1990s. I just don't think people are as interested in films like that anymore. I think people's standards are risen yeah. a lot. Those kind of movies will just get panned in. No, but that's, it. like... I don't know. I don't know. Because you look at those movies, like Fox 2000, obviously, was the studio that got cut um, in the Disney-Fox merger. Uh, The other day, a lot's been written about that, and they were were making a lot of the... the... (laughs) A lot's been tweeted about that for your account. (laughs) 100%. But they were making a lot of good movies, like Love, Simon, The Fault in Our Stars, these movies that might not be everyone's cup of tea at this panel, but were making a lot of money like from very sort of niche audiences that are not serviced a lot. You know what I mean? So that that's where I think the the streaming services are doing well. But moving on, look, I want to I want to bring you I want to hear your voice first in this discussion. I right? Greece is the word, all right? Um, and I prequel mm-hmm. as Jesus. in development. Um, Paramount are clearly running out of ideas and very quickly running out of money. Um, I think we could do a whole other discussion of how much money Paramount has probably lost um, in the past 10 years, like in an hour show. And apparently two years ago, they were very, very close to going out of business. But they've said that a Greece prequel called Summer Nights is in development. And apparently the early talks are that it will follow the, the summer uh, spent by, spent by Danny summer and Sandy, uh, that they refer to in the song Summer Nights. Oh, Luke, my God. Luke, does this, uh, does this float your boat? Oh, right. So I think Greece is class, right? So Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia Two are also two musicals that are fucking brilliant, right? Right. But Greece has a sequel called Greece Two. Has anybody no, seen it? No, I've heard of it. Infamous. Yes. But infamous Green Two. Green, green Two. Green Two. <laughs> Greece is class, but see the weird thing about Greece. See the very end. You know how it's fucked. How it's like. It's all love and all that shit, like teen love. And then they fly away. It, how like fucks that? They fly away. Let's remind ourselves. I like things that just don't make any Grace sense. Grease 2, I've never heard of, will never watch. Load of piss, probably, yeah. right? Can you tell? But. There's a main girl. Shut the fuck too. up, idiot. <laughs> See, there's a prequel. <laughs> so, the prequel that Chuff just mentioned there not long ago. <laughs> uh, it sounds absolutely horrific, but no, I remind. It sounds like it sounds like uh, it's going to be like Riverdale. Oh, 
Now, now you've completely, well, you love now you've completely you changed love my tune in this, look, I, I was going to slate this idea, but if you tell me it's like Riverdale, I'll be the first in line to see this. Look, you love Wait, Riverdale, love Riverdale the best show on TV. Like, it's not, even, it's not even a doubt in my mind. I carry stress to you, Nikki, that the fact that you don't watch it, you don't understand what I mean. I love to hate this. Oh, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean, mate. Riverdale is so fucking bad. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that tweet. I think again. It's like so fucking bad. No, mate, you don't need to, to just guilt watch it. Mate, you don't. Mate, I watched it. I mean, one Sunday, I was like, I need new, something new to watch. Oh, Put it on, and halfway through the first season, I was like, ah, this is a load it's of shit. It's the most ridiculous and bad thing ever. It is a load of shit. I can't stop watching it. It's honestly me. I'm just going to go on a tangent here and just say it's only just recently Ugh. in the episodes that they decided to actually show them the schoolwork. You know what I mean? They've not done any schoolwork. Or they have been. Oh, I don't know the no, neither, neither do the show. <laughs> That's what's uh, so great about oh it. Oh my god. They make it up Nick, as they go along. Nicky genuinely is like golden. Season 1 is golden, right? Watch season 1 of Riverdale just so you can like Absorb the cheesy nonsense. But it's actually still, it's still got like a through line. Fucking season Why? two, but they really shot the bed. They really shot the bed. Did they're you like, say on to have... season three? No, I, uh, Ian, I, gave, I, gave, you, I gave up. Uh, I went gave full up, swing. Like, gave see up almost season... halfway into Mate, season three is next level mental. Oh, see if you thought season two they oh. shot the bed. Oh my god, they've not just shot the bed. They've not even. It's not even shit at this point. It's like shit combined with vomit and urine. And... Are we not really talking about the? No, but no. I'm going to finish this up. I'm convinced the writers of Riverdale keep thinking they're going to get cancelled, so they make up like weird cliffhangers, and then they keep getting like. I saw they have to get. I and mate, that they keep leaving things like hanging for ages, and then like like, six episodes later, they bring it back in and go, "Oh, kidding on! It was only the dad, (laughs) haha." But that is what the Grease prequel is going to be like. It's going to be like some weird like teen drama of, but it's going to be so over exaggerated, and they're going to make like really bad high school musical songs. High school musical songs are class, but they're going to make bad versions of them. You know. Um, back to the Greece prequel. Uh, I love the Riverdale tangent, by the way. But back to back to the <laughs> Greece prequel. Uh, Jack, you you're the man of the music. Uh, you you've been known to dabble uh, in a musical or two. Uh, what say you on this proposed Greece prequel? Oh, I don't think it's really needed, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and you said what it's set in the summer, the summer before. So you're going Aye. to see actually what happened in that. Yeah, she sang by me uh, on the sands. I think that's. We know exactly what happened. There's an amazing musical number. <laughs> she didn't put up a fight. I was going to say, it just, it just seemed... Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the day that scene where they just, they're just winching the beach and that, and then, then they tell the story through song. So, like, what else are you going to tell us like, in the actual movie? Aye. Well, I'm going to ask you this. <laughs> right, what's it. the... What's the, the best and worst example of a prequel in cinema history? Best and worst example of a prequel in the clones. <laughs> right. So I'm not going to go too easy and say the Star Wars prequels, right? That's just it. That's, 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 that's <laughs> oh, the best thing. Fruit, mate, right? Right. Saying they're the worst prequels, right? I'm going to go Dumber and Dumberer ah. when Harry met Lloyd. Terrible fucking prequel, mate. 
Fair enough. That's a bad one, mate. Purely uh, just because it doesn't have fucking uh, uh, Jim Carrey and uh, sorry, I can't remember what's the what's the blonde one's name? Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Owen oh, Wilson. Sorry. That wasn't, that wasn't even, <laughs> wow. That wasn't even that hard to remember. But dumber and dumber is fucking awful. Yeah. And uh, best for prequel. best for best prequel. Hmm. The Ian Shearer That's... Award for best prequel goes to. Um. Oh, I actually can't think of one off the top of my head. Oh. Godfather 2. Ah. Yeah, boy. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Tina Godfather 2. What? So, yeah, so, yeah, it's like a half prequel. A semi-prequel. Yeah. I don't know many prequels. It's hard I can't to, think of many. It's hard to actually think about that. The best one I'm going with Revenge mm. of the Sith. I, could, I can go behind that, right? Temple of Doom. I don't like Temple of Doom. I don't like I don't like it. The worst one. What sequels? Sequels, mate. Um, it's hot. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh my god, that's easily the worst fucking sequel of all time. I'll show you Exhibit A. Wolverine cutting a CGI ladder um, that doesn't look like a ladder. Oh my god. Oh yes, I forgot about that bit. But he's fighting oh, Gambit. Horrible man, and it's just what they do with Deadpool. I could go into that all day. The saber tooth moving in relationship has actually done quite well there, Jack. Oh yeah, that's quite nice. Jack, I'm well, surprised. Surprise. Alien versus Predator again. That is stupid. <laughs> right, surely you can't actually bring that up as a serious audience. Boss. Um, any fans of the Prometheus movies? No. Mm, I'm not big into them. Nope. Prometheus. Uh, the Prometheus films. No, they just never, they just never love up to their uh, their alien counterparts. Jack, I'm surprised you didn't say Red Dragon. Oh, aye, aye. that's about it, aye. Oh, that oh is get you. Yeah, uh, that's actually, and I'm actually looking at this list. Technically, because Tokyo Drift is set ahead of like Fast and Furious four, five, and six, you can technically count those three as prequels. Hannibal Rising. That's also a bad, a bad one. one aye. Oh shit! The co- people forget the about worst me. prequels has got to go to the Hobbit trilogy. Oh, that's nah, they're not the worst. They're just nah, bland. They're bland. Origins, they're just and three movies. It's just no good. Stretch to shame me. Tell you what, but Attack of the Clones, really. Oh, don't get me railed up. By the way, see, right, I'm going to go on a tangent again. I'm. Look, does he shut up about Attack of the Clones? He watches I it all love this thing. film so it's much weird. that, no, mate, see, this film is so bad, man. It's just, it's, think of Star Wars, it's the opposite of that. It's the exact opposite of what Star Wars should be. Boring shite about boring relationships, about shite Jedis turning into Siths. But I'm, I'm going to hit back at you a wee bit, and it's not that I love Attack of the Clones. Fucking hit you back, sorry. <laughs> Phantom Menace is more boring than Attack of the Clones. Aye, but it makes up for the for a good villain. Mate, makes it up. Darth Maul. Audrey's is sensational. Audrey's Darth Maul. Mate, see the conversation about Metacorians and a Jedi? That, I guess we riled up, mate. It does. Gives me a big raging hard on. Look, I'm not going to slag the prequels. I'm I gonna, enjoyed them. No, but I'm going to see, exactly I'm going to see the Obi-Wan investigation subplot. I actually really enjoy it. Oh, no, that's the worst. What are you talking about? That's the worst, bruh. I like Obi-Wan <laughs> just going around trying to figure things out. <laughs> It's yeah. about when he what? finds out that this, what was it? Master Sifo-Dyas. 
Fuck me. Fuck, you fucking know it. It's a fucking shite. I could quote that movie. I used to watch that movie all the time when I was with Attack of the Clones as well. So did I. I had the more lightsabers in front of me. I'm not going to lie. I watched it as a wee guy. Even as a wee guy, I was like, I saw the shite. I think I've seen it about three times. You won't get the way this time, do cool. Try it again then, mate. What one is it? And it's, um. Oh, is it two or three when it's like. Obi Wan goes hello there and is like hmm, that's hello three general <laughs> no, Davis. My fa- Fun my fact: that's the first thing Obi Wan says. Star Wars is when Obi Wan enters a diner and it's just this big guy. It's like Obi Wan. <laughs> oh, yes. How good your manners are. How big your pocketbook. I think you'll find the best line in Star Wars is Obi Wan saying killing younglings. No, the best line in Star Wars is and Attack of the Clones. Impossible for perhaps the archives and. Complete, just an absolute great line Sad. again. I will hear nothing Sad. against the Attack of the Clones. Look, in fact, I, I'm convinced myself at this point that it's a fantastic film. Mate, it's awful. It's so bad, man. I just love the anarchy of it all. Like how the pure, how grandiose it is. Like they just had so much yeah. money. Just do what you want. It, just make up. And they, they actually shoved shit. that cash right up their arse and just let it look rain back out. Uh, so it's an awful film. Still to end of money. this episode, I'm going to go around everyone. A movie that you think should have a prequel. Uh, Jack Higgins, we'll come to you first. Oh, right. Um... Oh, why'd you come to me first? <laughs> uh... I would quite like. There we go. He's going to go with South Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would quite like a. Uh-huh. I was quite like a baby driver prequel, actually. Oh, oh so yeah, when he was an actual crazy. baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's He's a driver. <laughs> Sorry. Infant driver. <laughs> that's actually... Jack buying his ticket. How the fuck can this baby drive? I don't think that's... Like, but the only... I think it's a great idea in terms of story, because there's obviously other missions you could do, and you could follow like, a number of characters there. Like I'd quite like to see uh, John Hamm. Uh, and Isaac Gonzalez, like that couple together. Aye, you know like, what I mean? Doing some more stuff. Aye. I was thinking Aye. more like. Uh, I'm trying to think. Aye, well, you should have chosen it, I can't really remember from the film, though, actually, like, what the situation is with his family and that, but because he's. Aye, well, I dead. assume they're dead, but I think maybe if there's some sort of reveal on that and why. Shut the fuck up, Oz. Why is it when you speak, somebody just starts battering fuck you out of pots and pans? Who's the oldest that? Jack, why are you saying that to my heart all the time? It does every time I go to speak. What kind of dog is that? Is that a chihuahua? It's a lasso apso, mate. He's a wee bastard, man. Oh, I've got a fun fact about lasso apsos. Do you know why they bark so much? Why? They were originally bred to be guards for Buddhist monks. They were guarded them by barking that and that would wake them up. Jack, I think... Fun fact. Tells I think that's a wonderful idea. Uh, for a I think you, you think about how his how his family came to be. Why he's such a weirdo? Why he just loves his fucking music? Yeah. Um, maybe his mum was dying of cancer, and then she gave him like a tape recorder or something, and then he just. Aye. Yeah. That could be a great movie. Well, is it and starring Chris Pratt? Hurt... <laughs> <laughs> Space mercenaries and that. Aye, that'd be class, mate. That'd be class. Ian, I'm going to come to you next. What do you think? Uh, I think. Uh, Birdman uh, would make a great prequel, like actual one of the Birdman films. Ah, so one of the films that he starred in, so aye, like a, a, a make, or maybe even just like similar, like kind of behind the scenes, like of, of making kind of, like, Birdman. Him, uh, yeah, him, like making Birdman, like when he was famous. I oh, mean, do you know who could star in that? Because I was watching WrestleMania the other night, and I get a message from Jack Higgins, <laughs> and it, it's Shane, 
and that is for Biggins. And it's Shane McMahon who comes out and Jack just texts me like he looks like Michael Keaton now. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm not even what ages, man, but he was just like Michael Keaton. <laughs> 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 big bottom lip and he was just like I don't know, Mike, Mike, Michael Keaton faces. Mad Shane O'Mac almost killed himself again. Uh, Look, I'll come to you. What do you think? Should I have a prequel? I've got three, mate. You ready? Hold okay. your back. Let me say them and then you jump in, right? I've got John Wick. Uh-huh. I've got Cloverfield. You're on the same article as me. Right, go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck him. John Wick. I've got Cloverfield. And I've got one you might not think of. Willy Wonka, mate. Ah. Uh, yeah, Willy Wonka's yeah, good yeah, to be a good one. Like, I you think know how John... they kind of go over his past and the... Tim Burton remake. See if they actually yeah, flesh that good. one out. I know that, yeah, that could be cool. I actually think that um, that's a really good idea for John Wick. I'm a big fan of the John Wick movies. Um, and I think it'd be absolutely fantastic to see John Wick younger. Yeah, so that's a good idea. Um, Nikki, we'll come to you. If Sophie's family want to have a, an opinion... Reservoir of our dogs, mate. Reservoir dogs. Reservoir dogs. Aye, mate, how all their paths crossed, how they all came to be like that. That's honestly Nicky's go-to, by the way, just Tarantino, just go. I'm going to go to an R Tarantino. I'm going to go for an R Tarantino. Oh, I'll tell you one, (laughs) since I'm going to go for an R Tarantino show that will surprise absolutely no one. Kill Bill! It is Kill Bill. I want to see the adventures of the Deadly Vipers in their prime. I want to see Kill Bill seen Kill Bill. You should see Kill Bill. <laughs> like, I'm putting in the docket for the next round of films. Like, we're doing it. We're doing a Kill Bill episode. Because, like, see if you see the Deadly Vipers, all five of them have to team up, like, and, like, fight someone, like a big threat. That just sounds absolutely fantastic Mate, to I me. I don't know who you're talking about. Don't know why you care. Because <laughs> they're absolutely great, man. The Deadly Vipers are the best assassination squad. Train spotting. There's a good... A good when they like, just put them shooting pretty, pretty up. Cool. Yeah, idiot. Good. Look, you're getting a bit big to your boots here, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I've now cemented my boots into this podcast and I'm wanting to kick you right out of it. I, I campaigned to get you onto this and I'm being stabbed Do we the think? Back. I'm going to move on from that statement. <laughs> you're agitating me, me with this attack of the clones, mate. You've agitated me now. I, I know, that is what it is. Do you think that it should be when they're like really young or just when they're a bit older? Train spotting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're an idiot, mate, because there's a book of the prequel called Skag Boys. Oh. And it's about how they got into heroin and that Renton's a student at Aberdeen Uni. Yeah. Quite clever on that when he gets into it. And it's just about how they're the mobbing pals and stuff like that and what happened. Yeah. I'll give you it if you want. Sounds good, mate. It's good. Sounds good. Well, what? there's a new train spotting book about like the, the end. Why, of it why do you sound passive aggressive? Well, I'll give you it. I'd like that. Aye. Aye. <laughs> you want to give me a fucking book? <laughs> Because anyway. Trovs gave me loads of books that I've got to read, yep. and, <laughs> and I've not given them back. Do you know what you've also got? You've still got your name, that uh, anime movie I gave you. That's still in my you car. Definitely watch it. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Anyway, right, we'll end it there. This has been a fun show. It's been chaotic, but it's been a fun show. It's just mad that me and Luke have swapped places. Luke's been quiet yeah. and a wee bit moody, and I've been happy. And... Yeah, uh, me and Luke have swapped places. Honestly, I'd like to see comedy. No one's wanted to see. You know, but... yeah. Shut up, idiot. I'd like to say to the <laughs> listeners that um, I'm just extremely tired and I was extremely hungry, but if, you maybe have heard, but I was chomping in the KFC and now I'm kind of gouchy. So I'd just like to say I'll be back to my normal self next week. Stay tuned. Uh, no, sorry, I've took your place. <laughs> yeah, the happy go lucky one. 
Well, I think we're. I think look, you don't need to feel too bad about yourself because I think we're ignoring the fact that Jack Higgins was a, a phenomenally big cloud in South Park today. Jack, are you going to be happier next time? Do you think? I hope so. Eh? Uh, well, I hope I don't so. Know what's on the next show, but I'm pretty sure it's got to get up. It's only. Oh wait, hold on. Part, I'd like though. to apologise to the listeners as well because last week Trough turned and went, "Look, are you excited for Matrix next week?" And I said. Okay, I've never seen it. Let's go. And then he texts me and went, Can you on his house park? <laughs> so, is it Matrix next week? No, it's not. Class. I need to explain this. I'll say, I'll say goodbye to Ian first. Ian, this has probably been the most chaotic show you've been on, but I want you to thank you for being here. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me on. I've no, I haven't been on with Ian yet. So I've never been on with Ian, so Ian, I hope you come back a fourth Ian, time, mate. You're shy. <laughs> Cheers, mate. I appreciate that, man. I don't know. What is the next one? I'm going to tell the you. The noises of your dog, mate. They were quite lovely. It's not <laughs> my dog, man. It's not even his dog, mate. His dog would be better trained. I'm, kidding, I'm, looking, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at him with evil eyes, you know. What are you next, next time is a huge show, guys. Next time is a massive show. We're doing our first <laughs> movie series. We're doing the original Star Wars trilogy next Woo! week. Mm, nice. brilliant attack of the clones. Nah, the original Star Wars trilogy. I know, mate. I'm kidding on. <laughs> it's a wee Star joke. Wars 19... Just a wee attempt at humour for the listeners. 1977 up into uh, Return of the Jedi. He's like, oh, not the original trilogy. Right. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.